Welcome to Airbnb with D, the number one podcast that teaches you how to start a business and how to launch that business sustainably in the short-term rental industry. Today's episode is all about things that matter versus things that are urgent because there is a major difference. So stay tuned as we dive into those differences. Welcome to Airbnb with D. I'm your host, Davana. And today we're going to dive a little bit more into the Eisenhower matrix, but we're going to make this applicable to us in the short-term rental space and also give perspective and balance to those of us with families and other things that we have to tend to while we are in the process of launching sustainable, profitable businesses. So once the end of March hits, and that's right, we're about to come up on, guys. We're almost there. That means that 25% of the year is complete. That is when we welcome a new quarter. And we have to really examine, if not now, then when, those things that maybe are holding us back in the priority bucket and those things that we need to shift to other priority buckets. Because it's very true, a person can be busy and not productive. I'm sure we've all experienced those seasons in our lives where we were extremely busy, but maybe at the next quarter, we had limited results to show for it. And we're like, well, what did we do for those three months? We were going crazy, we were overwhelmed, and that's true. And I believe it's because for a lot of us, we are prioritizing things that are urgent, but not handling the things that actually matter. And so I'll give you an example of that because it can be hard if you don't have this written out or if you haven't had extreme bouts of depression or have gone through therapy, it could be hard to even notice these things when you're prioritizing them inaccurately. So for example, needing money is urgent right? Very urgent. But taking care of your body and your mind matters. And how do we correlate those two? Well, guys, you are only as good as you are, right? So if you're not training a team, if you don't have someone else you're showing how to do this, which most of us don't, right? Most of us are starting this thing by ourselves and building a team as we go. If you don't already have that process in place, That means everything is relying on you. So that means when some of us go through things in life, you may notice you put your business to the wayside. Yeah, that's normal. That's going to happen because you're not a machine. You're a human. When you're going through things at home, things at work, um, things financially, it does put a strain on your business ventures in different ways. Some people um, don't get started. Maybe they put their business ventures on halt because they are not taking care of their body and mind. So when they go through things, they have to, or some of us don't put it on halt. We try to keep powering through it and make terrible business decisions in the process and burn bridges that could have taken us to six figures long time ago, right? So it is even sometimes when you focus on taking care of the things that matter, that you find that those urgencies are already taken care of. There was a client of mine and we were talking. Now, I'm not someone that works out often. I'm going to start because, you know, I've heard so many benefits for your mental health. (laughs) So I am going to start now. But um, this client and I were talking and they told me that they had 
recently began to work out as a part of like their mental health and self-care journey. And they realized that they really love yoga, Pilates, and things like that. Like they love those things. They do them naturally. Um, you know, it's a little strenuous, but they genuinely enjoy the activity. So of course, as we're talking, I'm like, well, hey, you could create an Airbnb experience for those that want to take a yoga experience or maybe a Pilates experience. You can actually create that and have a one and a half hour to two hour session and charge people to sign up for that whole experience, doing something you love. And did you know that all of those five-star reviews that you get on that experience will then carry over to your listing once you're ready to list? There are things that are more synonymous than we realize, guys, but until we actually separate those things that matter versus the things that's urgent and operate with intention, we may not, again, be as productive as we need to be. Another example for me is people will prioritize finding a landlord that says yes or finding a property before they handle the thing that matters, which is a sustainable business plan and business communication. Reaching out to property owners and landlords should not scare you guys if you're ready, right? Think about it. If you've done the work, now all of us may deal with some type of little anxiety, so I'm not talking about that type. I'm talking about the kind that freezes you, the kind that makes you forget that you've been listening to the Airbnb with D podcast and you've joined my group coaching group and you've got a consultation. Whatever it is that makes you forget those things that take in place because you know imposter syndrome will try to set in. You have to separate those. It is more urgent for you to feel confident in business communication and have a business email at the very least before you find a landlord that says yes. Finding a landlord is important and it seems urgent, but when you take care of the things that matter, similar to the previous example, the sustainable business plan, the at least a business email, right? Business communications, these things come naturally. Prop there are no shortage in property owners. There are also no shortage in property owners that are out of the country. There are no shortage in property owners that are going on active deployment. So there are properties. But do you qualify to get the yes of these properties is what matters. So I'm going to give another example of something that is urgent versus something that truly matters. So I'll hear people all the time say, I want an Airbnb. I want to launch my Airbnb. I've been pressuring myself to launch my Airbnb. That's all I'm hearing them say, right? I'm not hearing them talk about the marketing strategy. I'm not talking, hearing them talk about a targeted theme. I'm not talking about someone saying, oh, I would like a place to be pink. And I think that would be nice. I'm talking about someone that says, no, I've actually done the research in this area. And it shows that women travel to this area 35% more than men. I don't know. You know, there are, there are stats like that, guys, that you can find out on Google, right? Especially with ChatGPT. All you have to do is go ask ChatGPT, what is the city that the most, actually, I'm going to do it right now, guys. Let's see. What city do women travel to the most in the United States? And let's see what it tells me. Because this is how we conduct profit strategies, market research, right? So according to some recent travel reports and surveys, some of the top cities in the United States that women travel to the most 
are New York City, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Chicago, San Francisco, Miami, Washington, D.C., New Orleans, Seattle, and Austin. Guys, this is major. What this is telling you right now is that if you were to launch an all pink or a girly themed place in either of these cities, it would more than likely do well because there are statistics that can prove that women tend to travel to these cities more. We don't know why. I haven't done that deep dive of a research and I love to research. So this is actually an interesting case study for me. I pray and hope that any one of you guys that now feels more confident to launch your themed unit in one of these cities, please go ahead and comment in the Airbnb with the Facebook group or the Instagram because I need to see. This is how the research starts. But you see how that takes time to do. It was very quick, but I'll hear people focusing more on wanting the Airbnb when they need to learn how to research. They need to learn sales. It's some people that want to learn how to launch an Airbnb and do not know how to use Google. Guys, who are you launching this for if you don't know how to market to the people that are going to book it? Is this for your pride or is this for your profit? That's what you have to decide. And once you decide what you're doing this for, that's when you focus on the things that matter. Learning sales, learning business communications, having a marketing plan for the business that you choose to use all of your money on, guys, right? All right, let's give another example because this is a major major example to me sometimes the urgency again can be focused on just needing the money wanting to make money and launching a business that we don't focus on the things that matter which are our family our children a will life insurance those of you that have been listening to the podcast know that I lost my father in February last month and it wasn't sudden But I could only imagine if it were Sutton and if I were him, if it were my mother, it would have not gone as the process went with my dad. See, he happened to have a life insurance policy. He had policies to make sure that he was set in place. And it's good, guys, if you make money. But you do know if you don't have things like your beneficiaries set up or certain accounts set up or given access to those beneficiaries, it can be a hassle and a process for them to come across those funds. It could take 30 days, 60 days for them to get paid out for things and funerals have to be planned immediately should things happen, right? When accidents happen, we need contingency plans immediately. We don't need to sit back and wonder what we're going to do next. So part of the Eisenhower matrix is helping us focus on things that are important and urgent. And that way we're able to delegate what we need to do. So yes, it is important to launch a business. And yes, it is important to get some money. But it's even more important, guys, to include your family and your children in these business plans. Think about them. Think about their college fees. Think about the things that you have to sacrifice to launch a business and make sure that that's something that you guys can handle right now. Think about life insurance. Think about property insurance, a will. These things even help you while you're still living. Life insurance helps the living. So even if you were to say, I know I want to start a business, but I definitely need my life insurance set up. Guys, you can get that and begin to borrow off of your life insurance to fund your business later on in the future if you want. 
or bail yourself out of something if you need to. Who knows? But it will be available for you. So I want to now jump over to correlating the Eisenhower matrix with those of us that are launching a successful, profitable business while balancing entrepreneurship, okay? So some of the things that, and I wanna go over this matrix again. If you're in the Airbnb with the Facebook group, there will be a presentation and an illustration dropped for this so that I can go over everything for you. But I just wanna describe the quadrants for those of you listening. So quadrant one is, is meant to be for things that are important but not urgent. Quadrant two are things that are urgent and important. Quadrant three are things that are not important and not urgent. And of course, guys, if you Google Eisenhower Matrix, you can see this for yourself. It is a little kooky. You won't see any examples uh, related to Airbnb. That's why I'm going to drop that in the group for those of you who are visual learners like myself, because I like visual aids as well. I don't know if I went over three. Three was not important and not urgent. And four was urgent, but not important. Okay. So the difference between urgent and important. Okay. Urgent tasks are typically time sensitive guys, and they require our immediate attention. They force you to be reactive, anxious, and sometimes stress. Important tasks put you in a proactive and strategic mode. They contribute to your long-term goals and give you more time to make better decisions to avoid costly decisions, okay? (laughs) The more time that we spend on activities that are important but not urgent, the more proactive and productive we will be. So the best ways that we can distinguish important and urgent tasks is to first define and write down what is important. Those things are our life goals, our core values, our practices, our self-awareness. So then we want to identify also in those things our urges or impulses, because those are the the things that we're going to flock to once these different quadrants are activated in us. So for those of you that are just now figuring some things out within yourself, use your body as an indicator to tell what these things feel like to you too, and then write that out so that you have a guide. So now let's go over some examples because I've written some out and I'm so excited to share. Okay, so for those of you launching an Airbnb business, some things that we can consider urgent and important. And I actually should say for those of you that already have a business, I have examples mixed up in here, right? So obviously one of the first to-do tasks would be to create your entity, your business. Even if you decide to get property under your personal name or maybe you already have property, you still want to set yourself up to be a business, reap the business rewards, and get other people's money, right? Well, you can't build business credit if you are not a business. So yes, one of the first steps undoubtedly would be creating a business, establishing an entity. That's something that's urgent and important. Something else that's also urgent and important would be 
handling any family matters that will take you away from your business, guys. This is a major one because sometimes we launch a business acting like our family really can't shut all of this down for real. (laughs) Seriously, guys, one crisis in your family can truly halt a business. And that's for anyone if there is not a sustainable team behind it. So we absolutely have to mark that in quadrant one, knowing that these things are urgent, important. Do these first before you dive into the business, handle those things that are stressing you because that stress is only going to carry over and multiply once you start the business. So an example of something that's important but not urgent, things that you can schedule, and these are tasks that are important to your business or your family life, but don't require your immediate attention. Okay, now I hate to say this, y'all, but developing a long-term business strategy or plan for growth, a business plan or a marketing plan, these things are important, but I can't tell you that people haven't started successful businesses without one. Had they had hiccups and pivots? Yes. Had they had a need to have one at some point? Absolutely. But whatever dream God puts in your heart, I'm going to be honest with you. Some of us, God has put a dream in your heart 10 years ago. So now he's like, just start and I'll give you the steps. I'll put the people in your path. I'll give you the mentor. I'll give you the resource because your time is now. So I'm also not going to defy God because I know that there's a plan for your good. And some of us that are late to the party, we will experience divine acceleration, which means that once we finally get in the right lane and the right path, things are going to open up left and right. You may not even have a business plan or a business bank account yet, but you better get one because those things that you've been working for, those things that God is ready for you to have is on its way. Okay. So the next, I'm going to give an example of something that is urgent, but not important. So these are things that you can delegate. These are tasks that require immediate attention, but can be delegated to others. Okay. Someone else. So creating your business is important, but you don't have to be the one to go to EIN and get that. I mean, the IRS.gov and get your EIN and get your LLC. You can have a virtual assistant do that for you. Alternatively, if you are an entrepreneur that is noticing that you have barriers and mindset blocks and things that are infiltrating your mind, like imposter syndrome or even negative self-talk, then seeking professional help from a therapist or whomever, counseling is absolutely urgent, but it's not important in terms of should you do this before you get an EIN LLC. So I'm hoping that these examples are helping you to realize that there are things that can be urgent, important, things that matter, but you can also delegate them and separate them off in a way that you are still productive as you are handling these, even if they're not being handled by your hands physically. And I'm going to give you an example of quadrant four, things that are not urgent and not important. And these are things that you can honestly eliminate. They're tasks that don't contribute to your business or your family goals. Um, Some examples to that could be engaging in negative self-talk or stress-inducing activities. Guys, there are some of you that are adrenaline junkies, and I I used to be. I, I thought I was. I used to be. And then I got tired. And then I realized that nothing 
sustainable. Nothing sustainable was launched from a place of stress and chaos. Great ideas can be launched. Great business ideas. Adversity produces great business owners. But if you're talking about things that last, if you're talking about sustainability, something that will be around for one year, two years, three years, things that actually make results and get testimonials, no, you cannot launch those while you are in stress-inducing environments. And that's why you hear a lot of times people say, your environment can truly shape the rest of your life, your world. A new environment can give you new opportunities. Sometimes you just need to change your environment to succeed. You'll hear that a lot because it's true. Or how about taking on unnecessary responsibilities or tasks that don't serve your business or family goals? I'm going to give y'all an example because I was notorious for this. I'm a person that God talks to all the time. And it took me a while to learn that delayed obedience is still the same thing as disobedience, guys. So I was the one that God would tell me to do something or I would feel in my heart to do something big, not small, something large. And because I didn't quite want to do that activity, I wasn't quite ready to make that leap. I wasn't quite excited for that. I would do micro little things that God didn't tell me to do, but these things made me feel better. So they made me feel like I was doing big things, right? So if God told me to uh, start my business or start my podcast, Maybe I wouldn't start my podcast, but because I'm like, okay, well, God obviously wants me to help people, then I'll help with the person's baby shower. I'll ask if they need any help on their bills and things like that. And that's great, guys, but that don't have nothing to do (laughs) with my business or my family goals. It may have things to do with my business or my family, but if one of my goals is business, right, if one of those goals are not uh, philanthropic, pick I don't even want to mess this word up anymore guys charity then me even just trying to give money to different places is now just done for no reason there needs to be a strategy you can give but you also need to know who you're giving to get a, a proof of your giving because that's tax deductible too the thing is this business is not bad you can be a business owner and you can love God and you can make prayer a part of your business plan so that you're able to thrive in spaces and areas that you never even saw possible. But one thing I beg you is that you do at least identify and establish those things that are important to you first, those goals that you have. Make sure they're smart goals, guys. We hear that with job interviews and work all the time, but it's true. Any goal that we set for ourselves, if we're being kind to ourselves, should be specific, measurable, actionable, relevant and time bound. Now these things can stand for other things too, but I want to put this in your head. Any goal that you have for yourself, you should list the goal and write out smart right under it. And I need you to get it specific. I need to know what date this is taking place by. We need to know what steps that you need to take to get this process initiated. These are things that are ultimately going to make you more productive in the long run and help you to be more successful and profitable than you've ever imagined. So for those of you that were listening in and enjoying every word, I want to invite you first. If you do not have a pre-launch plan, if you are someone that is an aspiring host 
or you are trying to scale your units. You need a plan. And even if you don't have a business plan, that plan can be in the form of a planner, which I've created for you. The Airbnb pre-launch planner is now available. I'm gonna put the link in this episode's description. If you are someone that's needing to get focused and intentional about your goals, select the digital or the hard copy version. And I promise and guarantee this resource will be something that you won't be able to put down because it will help you to see what you really want and get serious and intentional about those things. If you're someone that could use group coaching, maybe you would love to be able to ask questions 24-7. You just need the support. Go ahead and join my Facebook group. This is a private community for those of us that are like-minded, right? You see, it's not something I'm just letting people in. You absolutely have to sign up for it and then get accepted. And once you're accepted, the resources that are in this group can be used for you whenever you need them. So that even if you aren't ready to start today, you at least have the resources and documents you need to start whenever you are ready. And finally, those of you that would appreciate an in-person or a one-on-one. So if you are local to, um, well, I have the different cities that I'll travel to on the website, but if you are local to Atlanta, Los Angeles, Tennessee, I have availability for you in person and would love to mentor or coach you whatever you need. Virtually, the option is just as good. Um, Because that way we get to spend even more time on the phone and Zooms and getting things together. And if you need that option, I have that for you as well. Please read this episode's description and click whichever link you need today. I'm here for you and I cannot wait to connect. I'll speak with you all in the next episode.